to further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. When you hear that siren, you know what time it is. It's time for Frank's Power Play. Frank, take it away, my man. All right, we'll start off with uh, what happened in the NHL All-Star Skills Competition last night in San Jose, California. We'll recap some of that action. The fastest skater competition. No surprise winner of that was Connor McDavid at the time of 13.378 seconds. But that wasn't the biggest story in this competition. As Kendall Coyne Schofield of the U.S. Women's National Team took the place of the injured Nathan McKinnon, who's out, who was nursing a bruised foot. So she took her stab at being the fastest skater, and she actually did pretty well. 14.346 seconds. She actually was faster than Clayton Keller of the Arizona Coyotes. So so where was this uh, skills competition broadcasted it was, at? It would have been on NBC Sports Network. Or, Did they pump it up? Or and they didn't do that, but I'm not going to keep beating that dead horse. Yeah, yeah, because I saw the, 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 the skills competition scroll across ESPN. That's another reason why I'm just so disappointed. I remember back in the day, the ESPN would so pump that up. And in the NBA skills competition, I think that's the best part of the NBA uh, uh, All-Star oh, yeah. Weekend. And, I, the same, I, and the same for NHL is the skills competition is what I like. Yeah. But moving on, the puck control competition, and where eight players completed competed in that with stick handling, cone control, gates. The winner of that was Johnny Gaudreau of the Calgary Flames. Completed it in 27.045 seconds. Hence the best out of all of them. In fact, only Gaudreau and Patrick Kane were the only players to do it in under 30 seconds. Wow. The save streak, where goalies had to show their skills off. Winner of that was King Henrik. Henrik Lundqvist, where he stopped 12 straight shots. The next best would have been and Devin Dubnik of the Minnesota Wild with seven. And, of course, the flower stopped six, Marc-Andre Fleury. The Enterprise premier passer, I have to bet you this was as I work for Enterprise. Oh, so Enterprise actually is sponsoring Yes, we're like Yeah, this. my company is a corporate partner. With the NHL, that's right, because Martin Brodeur was, yes. it was, was, they still do those commercials? I would say they do, and plus Enterprise also sponsors the St. Louis Blues Arena. Really? Yeah, it's now the Enterprise Center instead of the Scott Trade Center. Nice. Now, do you guys have a new uh, Alex Ovechkin package? I know you got the King James package on the 30-inch <laughs> chrome on the Escalade. Well, Ovechkin, you know. You bu- well, maybe if you go to some of the big cities and get a, get a nice SUV, you might be able to. Unfortunately, the cup won't be in there. Right. But that's out of my control. The OV Babies uh, selection. By the way, he is missing a, what, a game because of yes. missing the All-Star. Yeah, okay. he's choosing to sit that out. I also mentioned 
kind of jumping off a little bit. Nathan McKinnon will miss tonight as well as he is hurt. And also, Sidney Crosby sat out the skills competition due to an illness. He is expected to play tonight. Mm, and it says we got welcome in Doug Sanders. He said Franklin loved the shows. Dougie. Doug is a fellow official. Oh, okay. Oh, he. Oh, I've worked with him in baseball, and uh, I know that he and David would get along just fine because they are both fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, well, you know, for Doug, for him joining in and listening to us, Doug being a fan, here you go, Doug. There you go. That's it. Give me an after further review uh, round of applause. Go ahead, Frank. All righty. And, of course, the premier passer winner was Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers where they had to do a breakout pass. Shoot into the mini nets and target passing. He completed that in a minute and nine seconds. And of course, the hardest shot competition. The winner was John Carlson of the Capitals. His shot was measured at 102.8 miles an hour. And of course, the accuracy shooting where they were positioned 25 feet for the goal line and shooting at five LED targets in the net. And the winner of that was David Posterdock with a time of 11.309 seconds. So that's your skills competition winners. The All-Star festivities will take place starting at 8.15 tonight on NBC Sports Network. You might as well let everyone know because a lot of times cats don't understand what's going on with that. I mean, you got the, 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 the All-Star games tonight. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's, it's a three-on-three stuff, right? It's not yeah. really It's not really an all. Because even the ECHL did the same thing. You know, player safety, three-on-three, you know. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I, did happen to, I did happen to see a little bit of that. Why I mean, not put it on the main network? It's an all-star game. You actually, wanna... actually, I stand corrected. It's not on NBC Sports Network. It is on NBC. Oh, on the Big Daddy Network. Yes, okay. I, sta- I stand corrected. On the, pa- on the Parents Network. Okay, I'm about yes. to say, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why hide your coverage on NBC Sports Network? And well, on Sundays, I think maybe somebody finally took notice and put it on Saturday night. And then Doug says, go Steelers. Yes, uh, we'll let... Uh, let David the man of God Harris know you said that, Doug. Oh, by the way, Doug, the Steelers have been done for about three weeks now. Yeah, Old but, news. <laughs> yeah, but hey, he news. I mean, I'm sure he and David would talk each other's ears off. Right, right, right. But, Doug, we're glad that you're uh, tuning in. Uh, uh, like I said, um, when is the Sunday matinee for the NHL? And I know on Sundays they always have the Sunday matinee match. Well, that'll res- that will resume, I believe, on Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday. That's right, which is next week. Woo-woo! Yeah, so they won't. So there's no Sunday matinee because of the NHL All Star break. Duh. Yeah, and then it'll they will be back in action. That's what they should have done. The NHL All Star game should really be the, the Sunday matinee, and then next week you get into your primetime matchups. Yeah, but I guess maybe they don't. But maybe they don't want to be going head to head with the NBA. Kind of, but to each his own. I mean, really, you think about it, they're already going against the NBA because tonight is Celtics and Warriors. Who's going to watch that or the NHL three-on-three skills competition? Well, unfortunately, I'll be watching either as I'm going to the walleye game. Okay, and then I'm going to be watching the NBA. That's so, all right. You can join. I mean, if it was probably a good matchup for – well, my team kind of stinks now with the Blackhawks. But if it was a really good NHL matchup, I'd probably flip back and forth. But yeah. Continue. So it'll be the Central – Division All-Stars against the Pacific Division All-Stars. That'll be at 8.15, and then at 9.15 is when the Metro All-Stars and the Atlantic All-Stars go against each other. The winners of those two games 
we'll go against each other for all the bragging rights. The bragging, that's it? There, yeah. Is there... And, there, and then, I mean, there'll be... Uh, and then maybe there'll be, like, a nice sum, like... There'll be a nice barrel of cash they'll probably split between all of them. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're playing with the straight cash, homie. Yeah. Something of that nature, but... That's your All-Star Weekend. And recap. And, of course, some other news. Who's... Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly addressed the media at All-Star Weekend. And he did make mention about the question, the whole rumors about possibly going back to Quebec City. Here's what he said. Quote, we're in fairly regular touch with Quebec City, as he said, per the Boston Globe. Hope they continue to have an interest in an NHL franchise. We're not in a position to promise them one at this point, but the dialogue continues for sure. So there's a possibility that... They could return to Quebec City. When's that going to happen? Nobody knows. But another new feature announced on All-Star Weekend was puck and player tracking technology. This will start next season. As Gary Bettman, the commissioner, announced during a Friday news conference, they're partnering with German company Yogmo or Yogmo World Corporation. I don't know what how you pronounce that. Put microchips on player jerseys and inside of game pucks, so real-time data will be gathered by antennas in all 31 arenas and will be helpful to fans, TV broadcast, and GMs. And the technology was tested during the skills competition last night. All right, so this is actually something that the NFL has done with wearable tracking technology. So I think it also helps with with puck tracking data and also with advanced metrics as well. This is just kind of bringing the NHL more and more into who the advanced metrics era, even though they were kind of there already. But this is just kind of taking it to a whole other level. And then, of course, we had other news that broke this week. The Edmonton Oilers, who seemingly just cannot get out of their own way, finally decided enough is enough. And told Peter Chiarelli, their GM, you're fired. Heard on Wednesday. So Bob Nicholson, the team CEO, will take over in the interim. Um, and the decision was made uh, actually during uh, the Oilers' loss to the Red Wings that Tuesday night. And it was carried out afterwards. And Chiarelli's had some head-scratching moves as GM. He was brought in after he was cut loose from the Boston Bruins. He made trades of Taylor Hall and Jordan Eberle, where they landed Adam Larson for Hall from the Devils and Ryan Strom from the Islanders for Eberle. Strom later got shipped elsewhere there for to the uh, I believe it was to the New York Rangers for Ryan Spooner. Spooner ended up getting waived, so they pretty much got nothing for Jordan Eberle. Mm. <laughs> Last name is Spooner. <laughs> yeah, and of course, the ridiculous signing of Milan Lucic, seven years, $42 million. They overpaid for him, and then they gave they've netminder Miko Koskinen a three-year, $13.5 million extension after he played a grand total of 27 games. So, and look, everyone knows how much I will rag on Ken Holland, but I mean, I'll even admit that this is, that Chiarelli is pulling some pretty dumb, 
some stuff that I'm not sure if even Holland would attempt as we've currently lost our music. <laughs> yeah, the power went out. Oh, boy. Well, that stinks. Keep going. So, now speaking of GMs moving on, I mentioned Chir- with Chiarelli being gone, there were a list of candidates for a new GM that was put out. Uh, according to Sportsnet, John Shannon and said that that either Craig McTavish, who previously served as GM, or maybe even Kevin Lowe, who I believe worked in their front office, he actually assisted GM Keith Gretzky has taken over Chiarelli's duties. And he also mentioned that names like Mike Gillis, uh, Hillis Mar who was the former GM in Vancouver, Mark Hunter, who was in the Maple Leafs front office, Kelly McCrimmon, who was the assistant GM with the Vegas Golden Knights, and Mike Futa, who is currently with the assistant with the LA Kings. And he also mentioned former Flyers GM Ron Hextall. And the name Ken Holland has popped up as Your well. Your favorite person. Well... If if Ken here's what I'll say if Ken Holland ends up in Edmonton, all I will say is poor Connor McDavid. Why you say that? Because there's no way Holland's gonna get the Oilers back to being relevant by signing overpaid veterans and seemingly saying this is a men's league. Kids aren't the answer. If you're expecting cups, you're in the wrong league. Less can be more exciting. Blah 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 blah. Well, it is a men's game. I mean, I, he, he's got he's got somewhat of a point. Well, so, but kind of going back to that, that I did happen to stumble across something where TSN's Bob McKenzie was on TSN 690 in Montreal on Wednesday morning, thing, and he made mention said that he would be the most, this is what he said, he said, quote, I'd be the most shocked guy in the world if Steve Eiserman doesn't end up with Detroit once his contract is done. So kind of adding a little bit more fuel to the fire of Steve Eiserman coming home. I'm not saying that this is official or anything, but if one, I mean, you just basically have to take it for what it's worth at face value, that if one of the more respected guys in the business is saying, it's probably going to happen, then, yeah, it could just be a matter of time before the pen is put to the paper, Mm -hmm. which would be after this season. Stay tuned. So now we'll move on to take a look at who is leading what at the break. Can you believe it's the all-star break already? Yeah. So Crazy. Leader in points is... Nikita Kucherov with 78 points at the All-Star break. He's, I'm pretty sure he's going to break 100. Miko Rantanen sits second with 74. Johnny Gaudreau in third with 73. Tied with Connor McDavid, who also has 73. Patrick Kane, Nathan McKinnon have 71 each to be tied for fifth. Brayden Point, Mitch Marner, Sean Monahan, and Leon Dreisaitl round out the top 10. Goals. Ovi baby, seven goal lead, thirty-seven ahead of a log jam at second with Braden Point, John Tavares, and Jeff Skinner, who each have thirty. 
Gaudreau, McDavid, Kane, Gabriel Landeskog, each with 29, Nathan McKinnon and Sean Monahan with 27 to round out the top 10. So probably looking like Ovechkin, unless he seemingly goes kaput and Peter's out, he's probably going to run off with another Rocket Richard trophy. The reason why Nikita Kucherov is leading in points scored, 56 assists on the season, followed by Blake Wheeler with 52, Miko Rantanen, 51, Brent Burns, highest scoring defenseman, with 46 points, Gaudreau and McDavid and McKinnon all tied with 44, Kane and Marner with 42, and Mark Giordano rounding out the top 10 with 41. Giordano leading the league in plus-minus at plus 29. Uh, and actually, the top four in plus-minus is Giordano, TJ Brody, Michael Backlund, and Elias Lindholm, all from the Calgary Flames. Let that sink in. In the goaltending department... Robin Leonard having his comeback year, leading goals against average with 2.02 and in save percentage with .931. On the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury leads in wins with 27 wins on the year and six shutouts, which also leads the league. Taking a look at the standings at the break, leading the Metropolitan Division, the New York Islanders, as they currently have 63 points, leading the Capitals by three points. The Columbus Blue Jackets sitting in third place over in the Atlantic Division. <laughs> Let's just call this one already. The Tampa Bay Lightning, 76 points. They are well ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs, who have 62. Tampa's just still on their kill them all revenge tour. Mm-hmm. They're running off with this division. The Montreal Canadiens are sitting in third place with 61. The two wild cards, the Boston Bruins, 59 points hold down the first wild card spot. And David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins have 58 points to hold down the final wild card spot. And the rest of the East, a bit of a drop off to the, next, the first two teams on the outside looking in. I can't the, believe, though, I would tell you this. The Islanders are in first place. I'm shocked. I'll be honest with you. Well, Bear, I think Barry Trotz has definitely made a difference coaching them. They have a competent head coach now. But I mean, you have you have to give the Islanders tip of the cap because they, it has because it has been boner jam theater for years on the island. But the Sabers and Hurricanes sit four points out of a wild card spot with 54, or followed by the New York Rangers. With 49, the Florida Panthers are 10 points out, and pretty much everybody below them say, you can say, adios, and start making reservations for your local golf course come April. That would be the Red Wings with 45, Flyers 44, Devils and Senators with 43, all of them in the lose for Hughes sweepstakes. Over in the Western Conference, the Winnipeg Jets and Nashville Predators tied for first in the Central with 64 points. Then a drop-off to the Minnesota Wild, who sit in third place with 55 points. The Pacific Division, remember how I mentioned the top four guys in plus-minus were of the Calgary Flames? Well, that's why the Flames are currently in first place in the Pacific with 71 points. San Jose in second with 65. Vegas Golden Knights holding it down in third place with 62 
The two wild cards are tied. Actually, we've got a log jam for teams in the wild card and teams on the outside looking in. The Stars and Avalanche tied with 52. Also, the Canucks are tied with 50, have 52 points, but they are the first team out on tiebreaker. Anaheim, only a point out. The Arizona Coyotes, only two points out of a wild card spot. Still hanging around, but they were a team that I said was trusting the process. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to show a little bit there. Who knows what they do with the deadline, if they decide to make a move to get in or not. St. Louis Blues, only three points out, 49 points. Same with the Oilers, who just whacked their GM. And the Blackhawks sit with 45 points, and the LA Kings with 44. That's a look at your standings on this Saturday, the 26th day of January, in the year of our Lord, 2019. It's All-Star Weekend. The All-Star Game is tonight at 8.15 on NBC. I'm telling you that because I don't know if anybody else will. That's right. They say, say it loud and say it proud. And like, just like that is <laughs> good. Right, that was Frank's Power Play. You can always listen to Frank's Power Play here on After Further Review 11 to 1, either live or pre-recorded. Also, you can listen to us on our podcast. Make sure you go to After Further Review on uh, iTunes. Give us a rating. Get to more of our uh, our listenership up. Also, go on over to SoundCloud. We'll have it after the, on there on WXT's After Further Review. We're also live on the show page. Doug Sanders said... I'll uh, see you a little bit later, I think he said. See you on Tuesday night. What are you guys doing Tuesday night? Oh, well, he but, well, I guess he's going to be at uh, Dundee for the uh, for our game against Onstead. He's gonna, probably going to be one of the officials for that game. So that's probably where he'll see me then. Oh, okay. That's, that, that, is provi- that is Doug, provided it doesn't get snowed out. Right, right. That is true. If it doesn't get snowed out, then we're all, we're all good, huh? Yeah. All right, so we're going to have David the Man of God Harris calling in. Right. Yep. Um, he's, we talk about the the the. the uh, <laughs> it's NFL Championship Sunday fallout. <laughs> yeah, that, that is crazy how that all that stuff happened, and and I felt. Do you feel kind of bad for him? I mean, we got a lot to talk about. You know, there's t- teams that felt cheated. Um, I need to turn turn this down. There's some teams that said that the goat reappeared. Yeah, and uh, there are those who like me who. Uh, Lost money because you lost, You bet on games, or I've I like I I I had a bet with a friend. I took the under in the uh, Chiefs Patriots, and I probably would have stayed that way had it not been for a blown offensive pass interference call. Ooh, ooh I didn't know you was putting out. You were a betting man, uh, Frank. I just thought you just put the picks in the NFL pick them though. Well, I did well. It is what it is. So, All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. David, the man I got here, will be on the phone lines. Uh, or maybe you guys can even call in if you're listening to After Further Review. The phone line is 419-530-4455. Man, I haven't been able to say that in over a year on this show because, you know, we were in the temporary studio and the phone lines were down or they just didn't run the phone lines over there. So uh, pretty interesting. But once again, we're on the live feed here on the After Further Review Sports Show page. Make sure you go over and look at the After Further Review Sports Show page. It's got a picture of Frank Basher in the horse's head. We try to stay consistent here on this show. When we return, as there it is, David the Man of God Harris right on time calling in. We'll talk about NFL Championship Sunday 
fallout. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 